Hello again. Um, what has been going on in my life lately? I don't know. I've just been like really tired. Um, every single day since Sunday, I've just taken a really long nap in the middle of the day. Uh, which is nice and I don't mind it, but it's also like, is there something wrong with me? <laughs> whatever um I have to go back into the office in September so I'm just gonna make the most out of this I don't like I'm really hoping that I don't have to go in every single day of the week because that's just gonna be a really hard transition and I don't know I I like working from home it could be nice to see people like a couple times a week but I prefer to not commute and to watch TV and hang out with my cat on my couch and get my work done that way. (laughs) So I I don't really, I don't know, whatever. So yeah, I just had like kind of a crazy weekend. I just did a bunch of shit. Uh, And I don't know, I am exhausted. I got like kind of two fucks up Friday night and (laughs) I was just on a few things and I was like out of it but fortunately it wasn't one of those situations where I did anything like embarrassing it was just like I need to go home (laughs) um although there there have been times where I've just like thrown up outside of the bathroom of a bar or something so it was just like part of what was really wigging me out was like we were at this bar it's kind of a venue too and there was like a show like people on stage and a huge crowd and I like that like I like the fact that it feels normal again but it's also kind of overwhelming because I'm like I haven't been around this many people like unmasked and in this kind of environment in such a long time that I'm kind of like whoa (laughs) um so yeah I don't know it was it was still really fun though uh I just got like wasted and I ate some of a nerd's rope like a medicated nerd's rope I don't know if you ever had one of those before but they're like very strong they're really fun and delicious um and I also had some mushroom chocolate so I was like in a very weird place but not a bad place I think if I were alone or I hadn't been with my boyfriend like I would have been upset but because he was there to kind of keep me grounded it was like fine (sighs) that's that's always nice um so again this week I posted asked me some questions through my curious cat and I will answer them so you know, I guess I'll I'll start with that because like that's kind of fun, right? I got a fair amount. Hopefully, it'll take me a long time to get through them. <laughs> so I'll start chronologically. This one is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, all the way from June because I hadn't checked it in a long time, so I missed this. So whoever told me you have the body of a preteen boy and your face looks like Steve Buscemi run through the face app gender swap filter, um. It's like the least creative attempt at an insult I've ever heard. There, 
I objectively know that I don't have the body of a preteen boy, but like if I did, I wouldn't take that as an insult. <laughs> Which is fucked up to say, but like, I don't know. Like, thanks. <laughs> I've heard the Steve Buscemi thing so many times that at this point, like, it just is like, okay, whatever. Um, do you enjoy the love you're getting from Red Scare for cishet men? So, I think that's funny because, like, there is a part of me that, like, finds it flattering, but there's another part of me that, like, thinks it's kind of gross, and I just know, like, not to care too much about it because it's, like, just horny dudes, um... And, like, sometimes I do post thirst traps and, you know, what? of course people are going to enjoy it. Um, coming back to my point about not having the body of a preteen boy, um, I think people appreciate that. <laughs> my boobs, I mean. Uh, they're fine. They feel a bit heavy lately. It's bothering me. Um, <laughs> I guess I didn't, I don't really need to say that <laughs> I'm not pregnant, by the way. Um, but yeah, so I... I don't know. Like, my body has just been changing so much that I am trying to get used to it and accept it and feel confident in it. So, I mean, hey, it's 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 nice knowing that, like, guys think I'm hot um, and... I have a theory about how that like short film thing I was in got out like the link because it was a private link and I only shared it with one person that would share it with other people so I know if I confronted him about it he would deny it and there's no point of trying to get an admission because it doesn't really matter but whatever that was like a fun thing I did, it was just really silly. I was really skinny back then and I looked pretty bad. Um, and it was just like, I don't know. I, I can't be that embarrassed about it because like we watched it play in a theater with an audience like and my friends. So I mean, it making rounds on the internet doesn't really bother me. It was just like some silly dumb shit I did that I had fun with and like, I don't know, um, why not? So congratulations to everyone that gets to saw, that got to see ah, my boobs. Um, consider yourself lucky. Um, what are some things you, sorry, anyway, whatever. What are some things you dislike that everyone seems to like and vice versa? It can be literally anything, movies, potato chip flavor, I don't care. Um, I, I'm kind of one of those people where it's like when everyone's like freaking out about something, it makes me not want to like watch it because it just I'm like sick of hearing about it. And like a lot of the time when I finally do watch it, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty good. But like. The hype just makes me annoyed, and I felt that way about, like, Mayor of Easttown. Like, I tried to watch it with my boyfriend, and I was just like, I don't, I don't, like, care, you know? Like, 
a lot of shows like <clears throat> excuse me like hbo shows i'm like mm. like game of thrones i was like i do not care and i don't really like want to care and like it's just not me so like fuck it you know um i don't know something that i like that everyone seems to dislike i don't i mean there's like a a lot of just like stupid TV shows that I like that aren't necessarily like people hate them, but they're not good. Like Rock of Love with Brett Michaels kind of shit. Um, I wish I could give a better answer, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like when things are overhyped, I don't know. Like, it's just annoying. So It makes me feel like a, a hipster, which is a word that, like, no one really uses anymore. Same with, like, art ho. Like, if you're using the word art ho, like... I don't know. I just remember that being, like, peaking in relevancy in, like, 2013. So it's, like, been a while, you know? Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. So here's another question that is, like... I kind of already answered. But, like, does being posted on Red Scare for cishet men creep you out? Um again like yes but like it would be scarier if someone like hacked into like my messages or whatever and like posted pictures like if it's just stuff that like I have like consensually agreed to be things that are seen by the public like it doesn't really bother me people are allowed to have like opinions about it and like I don't know. I'll, I was, I was working on something that I was writing recently and maybe it is kind of relevant. Maybe I'll, I was thinking about reading part of it, but then I was like, oh, people are going to judge me. And like reading my writing is, is very, I'm really self-conscious about it. So, but it's funny because it does touch on this and it, I wrote it like the day before like the same day that everyone was talking about that shit so it was just like really funny um have you ever wrestled with someone and gotten them in a headlock with your legs it sounds like a weird fetish thing i don't think so and even if i did i don't have really strong legs so when are you getting married i mean we don't have a date planned we're not engaged but we're also like yeah, that's just going to happen in a matter of time. So we don't have a date planned, but like tentatively, it's just going to happen. So that's why I feel like I joke and call him my husband because like, I don't know, I think we've both made it very clear to each other that like, that's just how it's going to be. And I love that. Um, when you dream about the future, what do you envision? That's a good question. I like that. Um, I think I worry a lot about, like, being professionally successful in a way that, like, is fulfilling, like, spiritually, if that makes sense. Like, I want to do work that is, that showcases my humanity and my creativity, and, like, I want to tell stories, and I want to perform, and I want people this is kind of like whatever to admit but like I want people to 
care about it and I want to be, you know, ideally, like, relevant. Like, I don't need to be, like, an A-list Beyonce person, but, like, to be respected would be really cool and I think I need to start with having some kind of output that people can even form an opinion on. Um, But, like, yeah, in the future, that's what I would love to see um, myself doing. And maybe I just need to have the confidence to do the stuff and put it out there. But it's like I feel like I'm stopping myself because when I really think about it, I, I do think I'm capable. It's just that I haven't really, like, done enough towards it but I could if I tried I'm just not trying and I don't know if it's out of fear or laziness or I don't know but it's always been really hard for me to kind of force myself to like really tell the story that I want to tell and that I've been aching to tell I've just been putting it off forever and maybe there will be some point where I just have a real epiphany about it and I'm like yeah, this just needs to happen. So if you, if anyone's interested in that, uh, let me know. And that would make me feel better about trying to light a fire under my ass and, and get this show on the road and like do the thing that I want to do so that I'm, I don't know, a happy person. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Someone asked, what is it like to be in a relationship? Um, It's really awesome, actually. I mean, there are all different kinds of relationships that people are in. I've been in plenty of relationships where I, like, naively thought that just by principle being in a relationship, I would feel confident and happy and, like, like, a whole person. And when I was, like, in these relationships, I was really confounded as to why, sorry, as to why I was still feeling so insecure and, I don't know, like, anxious. For some reason, I just thought that it would automatically solve all those problems for me because, like, if someone else loves you, then, like, that's all that matters. Then I can love myself. I know RuPaul says it's the opposite, but... Um, I don't know. I just always figured, you know, there must not be anything to like about me if no one likes me. But I would go back and forth on that because sometimes I'm like, what the hell? I'm awesome. What's everyone else's problem? Um, anyway, like I was saying, I remember the first relationship I was in, which I've talked about before, uh, when I was like in high school, um, I was just like so in love and obsessed with this guy and it was like very blissful for a little while and then afterwards I was like oh my god like he's gonna stop liking me and I'm just like anticipating when that's gonna happen he's gonna lose interest and like find someone else and I'm freaking out what do I do how do I get him to stay and I was like what the hell like I didn't realize that being in a relationship you had to deal with that shit I thought I was just like yay he likes me um And I have been in other situations like that, too, where I'm like, why am I trying so hard to keep this person's attention? Like, shouldn't be, shouldn't being in a relationship just be about, like, relaxing and being yourself and someone else appreciating that? 
But that, like, took me a very long time to get to that place. Um, like, I told the story about me and my boyfriend before, I think, but I don't know, like, I had nothing to compare it to, really, so nothing really that positive. I'd never been in a real, actual long relationship, so I felt like that was something I was, like, really insecure about and kind of embarrassed of, because, like, I was 26, 27, like, I felt like the clock was ticking, and I hit the wall and you know it was too late I was on the wrong side of 25 like if I haven't found it now it's never gonna happen so I'd almost kind of resigned myself to that but I was like well you know some you know some I'm not gonna like try like actively to do this but I'm just gonna kind of keep an open mind and I think that's like the best kind of way to be because I wasn't like desperately trying to find the love of my life and every kind of person that I was coming across sort of (laughs) well I think once I realized not to do that for sure I was like fuck it you know and it was just like when I met my boyfriend I felt it was just so easy. I didn't have to, like, be super worried about performing as, like, this better version of myself so that I could keep him around and he wouldn't lose interest. Like, I feel like I could tell that he actually just liked me and there wasn't anything, like, anything... Excuse me, any qualifiers to that. Like, he... He just liked me as a person. And it's just, like, we have the same sense of humor... You know, like, same kind of energy level a lot of the time. Um, We're different enough that, like, I can learn stuff from him and vice versa, which is really nice. But it's just, like, I always wanted a relationship that was someone that you were best friends with but also attracted to. And I feel like I'm there, and it's really nice. Like, I don't worry about... I don't know, like, him leaving me for someone better or whatever because, like, I don't know. It's also, like, we never had that honeymoon phase of, like, oh, you know, after the first three months, we're just kind of over it. And, like, I think it's been pretty consistent, if not just growing, the amount of, like, love we have for each other, not to sound really corny, but I remember telling him on Friday night, I remember flashes of Friday night, um, like, we always go on journeys together, whether it's, like, a big journey, like, going to LA or going to Michigan or a medium journey, like, going to Cold Spring and staying at a bed and breakfast or even just, like, taking shrooms and going outside, (laughs) You know, um, and he said he was telling one of his coworkers about like us, I guess, some story and coworker was like, You and your girlfriend are like the ultimate stoner couple and I was like, I love that. It's true, like we just do funny and weird shit together and I think about this is all the kind of stuff that I would wanna do when I was single but like wouldn't really have anyone to do it with because like my friends would all be busy or whatever. Like it's just 
I wouldn't be able to go to LA by myself. I wouldn't want to drive in LA. Like, I feel like I get to like experience so much more of the world because of him, and it's just nice. So that's part of why I'm like, yeah, this is this works, and it's nice. So okay, let me see what else. <laughs> Sorry, there was some that were kind of rude. Want to make out? Um, no. If you're asking me this, I'm like, curious, cat. Like, no. Sorry, no. How did you get your money? This is kind of a funny question to me because it's like, what money? <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, I get it. I do buy myself nice things and whatever, like, have nice things. But a lot of that is because I save up for it I pay for it on layaway I get it used pre-owned whatever like thrifted find a really good deal otherwise or someone bought it for me as a gift or gave it to me like so that answers that question right there I'm really savvy when it comes to especially like furniture I mean even clothes like just finding stuff for way less than the normal person that doesn't know how to do that would Pay. How I talk. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I have like these. A lot of my furniture to fill out my apartment was from like Facebook Marketplace and stuff. Um, you know, I get stuff for cheap. I also have a job, a full time job, which I think I've mentioned before. Um, and like, it's a full-time job so I mean I'm able to like support myself I don't really have to ask anyone for anything I pay my own rent and bills and buy my own food stuff like that but um I also do supplement my income with like doing art for people it's just like fun for me I often have the free time for it And I like making other people happy by doing it. So that probably makes a pretty significant difference, honestly. Sorry, I can't really talk today. Um, But like a lot of it I said is just being savvy and kind of like knowing generous people and knowing how to go about doing that stuff. but yeah, I work. You can't tell as much right now because I'm in the, I'm not in the office. So it, when I'm not busy working, I'm just chilling at home, and I can't. That's part of why I like working from home so much. Um, but like I said, I'll have to be going back to the office somewhat soon. So I'll be tweeting from the office. But unless it's a really crazy day, and those do happen, um, I have a lot of time to just like chill on the computer um I don't know if that's a good thing or not but that's probably why I'm like tweeting so much during the day just to kind of keep myself entertained because I work from the computer as it is so say I'm waiting for something to render out or load shoot off a little tweet here um it'll be kind of weird though because so many of my coworkers like don't work at my company anymore and we've hired so many new people that when we get back to the office it's just gonna be 
even more of a weird adjustment because I don't even really know these people. <laughs> and they don't know me, and it's just, like, weird. Um, but, yeah, so I, I have a pretty specialized skill set in that regard. And, you know... I don't have, I wish I made more money. I don't really make as much money as I feel like I should. But um, that's why I have to be really like thoughtful about how I spend my money. And I always try and put some money away. Can't always do that. Um, but yeah, I make sure everything's covered really. So, I mean, yeah, that's that. Uh, about that. Let me see what else I have in this. Questions. Okay, this is so mean. Why aren't you afraid to post pics of your ugly BF? Like, okay, here's the thing. Like, I don't know why someone would feel the need to say something like that to me. I, I mean... There are probably people out there that think I'm ugly, too. There are probably. There are definitely people out there that think I'm ugly, too. Um, if I look like Steve Buscemi with a prepubescent boy's body, then, like, you know, I can have whatever boyfriend likes me back. I think my boyfriend's really hot and, like, has an amazing personality and he's super cute. And I like looking at him, so, you know, fuck off, I guess. I... I think that shit is kind of annoying because it's one thing to, like, make fun of me or be a little bitch to me because you have a problem with me. Um, most of the time, the people that have a problem with me are fucking whack, wackos. So they don't even, like, whatever. They can just do their thing. But, like, my boyfriend minds his own B. Like, he isn't internet famous. He's, like, not super online. He's not an attention whore he just stays in his lane and I don't even talk about about or post about him that much so like I don't think anyone really feel like should feel the need to form an opinion about him or talk about him or say rude things about him just because of my association with him because he didn't ask for that um also he's a hottie so I mean you just sound jealous like a hater and I don't know, I just, I feel defensive because it's like he, I literally am asking for these questions, like, be as mean to me as you want, but come on, like, he's, he's innocent in all this, so I, uh, I think he's got, he's tall and handsome and has beautiful eyes and I love his style, like, nice low voice, I always say his <laughs> voice is deep like a moose, he's got a deep voice. I mean, he's a, he's a hottie, so, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, okay, let me see. Would you date a man who didn't have a college degree? I mean, I don't think that matters as much as, like, what are you doing with your life right now? Because, like, you don't need to have a college degree to be successful. But um, if you didn't have a college degree and weren't doing anything with your life... <laughs> That's what happens when my fucking doorbell rings. 
It's like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Gives me a stroke or a heart attack or something. Where was I? Oh my God. Let me just catch my breath. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I was saying, uh, it's just pretty unattractive to not be doing anything with your life. I'm grown out of my skateboarder phase, so. Um, like, just try and do something useful. I don't care if you have a college degree or not. Um, Jesus Christ. So many sounds and noises. At what age should a man move out of his parents' house? 22? I don't, I mean, I think it really just is dependent on your situation. So it's like hard for me to say, have a good answer for this. Um, I would think around that age, but I know a lot of people had to move back in with their parents in the past year and like things are weird right now and you know again it's just like as long as you're doing something with your life and you're not being complacent then you can do what you want to do right my front door it like does this really high pitch buzzing ringing sound when it's open and it's just you can hear it all the way upstairs it is very I think I got an Amazon package delivered, which is what that was. Um, I got another giant water bottle. This one's slightly less giant than the current one I have because it's a little too giant to carry around. Um, and I got some, oh, I got an eye mask sleeping thing that's like lavender scented because I'm trying to max maximize my comfort especially uh, my sleeping experiences. It's very important to me. Well, I saw them at like a, this like bougie white people coffee shop. And I was like, ooh, I want one, but it was $30 and I was like, eh, I'll just find it on Amazon. I am the, the reason for the decline of small businesses. I know, I'm such a bad person. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like still kind of out of it from this weekend, but I did see, I mean, yeah, so my, my boyfriend did send me, um, that like screenshot from a post of me, a thirst trap that I posted that was in that subreddit and, um, I thought that was amusing, but also in, in many ways, because I'm like, it's funny that he checks <laughs> to like see. Um, and then he was like telling me he went through the comments. So then I browsed and I did see a few people say that they, they like the podcast and that was really cool. Um, I forget sometimes that people listen to it and they think people like want gossip, which, you know, I can apply a little bit but I'm not gonna you know be a huge bitch um but maybe I don't know I, I just would like to think that it's comforting like listening to a friend talk on the phone or whatever again I, I apologize if I mentioned this already but my friend Nikki from LA and I we 
we often send each other these like kind of long voice memos detailing what's going on in our lives and it's like having a conversation kind of um and sometimes she'll even take notes so that she can address things that I've said but it kind of started from that where I was like you know like these are too personal to publish but how fun would it be to like listen to something like that um it would be kind of cool to do like a back and forth but I I don't know it's it's also tricky, like, trying to coordinate doing podcast stuff with another person because it's really hard to, like, follow a consistent schedule. And I think that's what gets a lot of people. They think that they can just start podcasting and, like, money will start pouring in. And you you actually have to try. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to make money off of this, which is why I don't really try. But if you really want to make a th- something out of it, a career or whatever, like... You need to be, you know, diligent about it. So that's why I resigned myself to not do that. <laughs> I was not going to, like, put those... I just... I am so bad at doing everything that I didn't want to add any extra, like... Why can't I think of... I didn't want to make it harder for myself. <laughs> by trying to stick to a schedule because I knew the second I try to stick to a schedule I'm gonna not want to stick to a schedule it's like if I just let it be loose loosey-goosey and free form and do whatever I want then I'm more likely to get it done that's just the kind of personality that I have I hate it too it's like really obnoxious and annoying um I don't know whatever um but yeah so um, another thing I did this weekend was went to the Giglio Feast. That is the, like, Italian festival in Manhattan. I mean, I'm sorry, Williamsburg. Why did I say Manhattan? Um, it just takes up a few blocks, and it's like a carnival. It's, there's a Ferris wheel, and food, and games, and lemonade, and candy apples, and Italian sausages and peppers, um basically all the best shit so my friend john vanderslice was in town and we went to that i I took him there and he was like very enthralled which made me happy because i i just love showing people a good time you know um but yeah i we walked around a lot and it was really hot and i was really sleepy by the end of the day so I sound like a shrooms addict, but I'm really not. But, you know, that night Sam was just like, oh, like I have some shrooms left. Do you want to take them? And I was like, eh, why not? Like two days in a row. <laughs> and it was actually really nice because it was super relaxing. He just like put on jazz and I was just like zoning out, but in the most comfortable, delicious way. Like we were drifting into a beautiful sleep and... I love that. So it was really nice. I I don't know. I'm kind of like a shrooms evangelist at this point. Is that a thing? Like, I tell everyone, like, try it. You'll have fun, you know? Do it with me. It's really not, like, I don't know. I feel like acid is scarier. And shrooms, as long as you don't take way too many, like, it'll have a good, you'll have a good time. 
and think about things in a different way. And Hi, Buzz. Someone's emerging from my bed. Hi. You waking up? Big stretch? Hmm? He's so cute. It's my best friend. Come up. Cats are so fucking cute. It drives me crazy. Like, remember that viral video of some girl like crying, being like, I wish I could adopt every cat. Like, I genuinely feel that way, but I know I just couldn't handle it. And I like having Buzz be my one and only, but I know that, like, I fall in love with cats, a different cat every day, you know? And I know you would be a good big brother because you're a really good guy. Yeah. But you're also a good only child, huh? Yeah, I love you too. Sorry. Sorry you had to hear that. My baby voice. Oh, I love you, baby. <sighs> He's just perfect. Little black cat. So uh, today I want to go to the bookstore in Williamsburg, like Spoonbill Sugar Town, I think it is. Um, which is one of my favorite bookstores. They just have the coolest selection of art stuff and. Cool, hi, Buzz. Cool magazines and novels and poetry. So, I saw a book there that I really loved flipping through uh, called Hello Mudda, Hello Fada by Andy Sweet, I think. He was like a photographer in Miami in the 70s and he was like murdered um, pretty young. So, right as he was becoming like a popular photographer he died and I guess all of the shit that went down because of his murder um kind of eclipsed his actual work and people thought they like his family thought they lost his negatives but then a bunch of them were found in like a storage unit and restored and so I guess it's like a thing now so he I was looking through this book and it's so amazing it's just medium format i believe he used a um shit what kind of camera is that i don't know it was a it was a twin lens reflex oh hasselblad i think um so they're like medium format square photos and i just think that there's like a specific kind of beauty to twin lens reflex cameras I mean besides the fact that the viewfinder is at the top so you have to look down so it's like less confronting than like a regular point and shoot or single lens reflex camera but just like the richness of colors and the depth of field and you know all of that stuff I love the aesthetic of like Jewish summer camp in the 70s as is so of course all of the kids clothes are amazing like their personalities are really shining through you can see there's a lot of like wood paneling and like cabin you know it's just i went to a jewish summer camp myself so it was just very like relatable and the photography really spoke to me and he had a he has another book there and it's called shtetl in the sun and it's about like the old people that lived in Miami that were like the old Jewish people 
that were kind of dying off. Uh, I think it was also in like the 70s. Um, many of them were like Holocaust survivors and stuff. And it's just uh, a very specific type of Jewish person that is, I see more, I never got to meet my dad's parents, but his mom from the pictures that I've seen is more of that kind of like bubby type of grandma old Jewish lady where she's got like a lot of like hair nails makeup very into like fashion but in like an old Jewish lady way that's like old school and amazing and like kind of kitschy um so I want to get that one too but I'm gonna do the camp one I think first um because that one just in particular really spoke to me but I'm definitely going to go back and get the other one, too. Um, I think my parents would love that as well. Um, because it's just like, I don't know, I guess there's a documentary, too, that kind of goes along with his photography that I have not seen, but I'm, I'm really interested in. Because I've been trying to... I mean, you might have seen, like, me trying to get back into photography and... Excuse me, I got those pictures developed that I took at home um, on a 35 millimeter, or it, it was like a, it's a Pentax K1000, so it's one of those metal bodied old, maybe like 80s um, cameras. I mean, Canon AE one is another very, I would say, analogous kind of camera, but. Um, the pictures I took at my like grandparents' house and neighborhood and my parents' neighborhood and house, they turned out really nice. And it kind of revitalized my, I don't know, artistic, uh, I don't know, I just was feeling good about what I had done and I felt like for the first time in a really long time, the feeling that I was trying to get across was successful and that other people could kind of extrapolate the emotions that I have entwined, intertwined, intertwined in those spaces um, just by looking at the way that I've chosen to view and display. Does that make any sense? I don't know, I'm like kind of high. Um, I might just sound really pretentious, which, mm, it does happen, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, especially taking pictures of my grandparents' house, there's this sense of, like, nostalgia and kind of wistfulness, um, and this quietness that has become more exaggerated in recent years and is kind of a little bit of a this sounds morbid, but like quiet before the storm or like some kind of impending, I don't know, darkness about it, but just like this is kind of one of the places that I grew up and this is my like life and this is what's most familiar and comforting to me. So yeah, I felt, I felt good about those pictures and I only wish that I had taken more. <laughs> I wish I had more time. And sometimes I'm just bad about carrying around a camera, especially because that kind is, is heavy. And, uh, 
you know, it can, can be kind of annoying to carry around, but there are so many times where I'm like, damn it, I wish I had a fucking camera so I could take a picture. iPhone doesn't do stuff like that justice. So, you know, there's a sensitivity to film and a warmth and a heart. It's like listening to a record versus an MP3 file, you know? I like the crackles and the whatever. So, anyway, um, it's fucking hot out today. I went outside for a little bit and I was like, I hate this. So, I am going to, I don't know, turn on, I turned off my air conditioner so that you wouldn't have to hear it. (laughs) But I need to fucking turn it back on because I am sweating like a pig. And I want to go to Williamsburg later to get that book. And maybe share an ice cream cone from Van Leeuwen. They have a really good flavor called Marionberry Cheesecake. This is not paid promotion. I'm craving it. So, yeah. I'll, uh, I don't know. I'm just chilling right now. So I'm going to watch some Forensic Files. Wish you were here. Bye.